Welcome to Photo Taco, the only show with photography tips you can learn in the time it takes to eat a taco. Or perhaps a burrito. Photo Taco! Welcome to another episode of Photo Taco. I know I say it at the beginning of every episode, but thank you so much for your download. It really, really makes a difference. In order to keep this going, we've got to get more subscribers. So spread the word, share, let your other photographers know. Let's get this thing rolling. My name is Jeff Harmon. I am the hobbyist editor at improvephotography.com. And in this episode, I'm going to share what I think for many might be sort of a secret weapon in Lightroom that you may not know about. Let me set the stage for it by let's let's talk colors. Everyone's really familiar with the basic panel in the develop module. The Adobe engineers, you know, they, they sort of have tried to craft the Lightroom interface to prioritize how a lot of photographers think about their workflow, how how they go through processing a photo. And, and so you have front and center, top in view. Very first thing is staring at you is that basic panel in the develop module. And even more than that, then in the in the, the basic panel there, the very first thing that they think you should be looking at is the white balance sliders. You have the temp and tint sliders that can help you change or or uh, you know represent the colors how you want them to be. You can make the photo look like it's called warm when it looks kind of yellow and cool when it's bluish and you can either you might need to do it if you took a photo in, indoors you might need to correct the white balance so it looks more natural more like you remembered it or you may choose to change the the color balance or the white balance to have kind of an artistic effect you might have taken it outside and, and you really wanted to emphasize the yellows of a summer day and so you might just go a little bit over onto the yellow side great ways to be able to to change your photo and and either have something that you try to get more to realistic colors or to have an artistic kind of view on the shot. There's also then in the same basic panel, there's the vibrance and saturation sliders and uh, sliders I use constantly. Vibrance is is an attempt that an engineers tried to make it be one where you can you can boost the colors of the photo without really dramatically impacting the skin tones of a person. So really really helpful to be able to do that. Boost everything else but leave the skin tones alone. And uh, it's a, it's a powerful one. I tend to use it a lot more than the saturation uh, which boosts everything. It just makes all of the colors go up. And your photos can benefit from that and sometimes it can look awful if you do that. So you got to be careful. You got to, you know, change it around, see what you like, see how you want it to be. You got to figure out how you want to use those sliders. I use them all in all of my photos, but that's not what my tip is about. <laughs> this is just the, that's just trying to set the stage. Now my tip is about something that actually took me a really, really long time to find and figure out how to use in Lightroom. That's why I thought it'd be a good tip to share. It's, it, and because of that, because it's, it's not really in your face like the basic panel is, it's down three panels away and it's it's just I don't know to me it was almost hidden <laughs> and almost a kind of a secret weapon for how you deal with colors in a, a a more specific way where you can kind of deal with them all individually instead of holistically like those sliders in the basic panel do it's all this says tip is also not about the brushes the brushes the filters the you know gradient radio filters they also have the those controls of the basic panel for white balance and vibrance and saturation also very nice to be able to take like you know a, a specific spot on your photo and adjust the colors in a in a unique way uh, you can kind of emulate a, a sunburst for example or a lens flare through that a bit but that's again not what this tip was about i want to focus on the third panel down 
in the develop module called HSL slash color slash black and white. If you're like me, you, you may have skipped this panel entirely. I was like, I don't know what this thing is. That's weird. And you move on. <laughs> That's fine. But I want to tell you that I think you should go in there and I think you should try using this so that you can figure out what it means for you, how you want it to do it. So let's, what, what this panel does and why, why there's like three things in one there. This is a panel that lets you adjust three attributes of colors. And you, but you can apply the, the changes to just one color at a time. So you can adjust the hue, the saturation, and the luminance. And all three pieces of this panel, the HSL color and black and white, they all do the same thing. They all, it's just a different view, a different user interface to allow you to change these values. And I personally like the HSL view. I like the way that one works it to my, to my brain. That's how it works the best. You may like color or you may like black and white better. Kind of depends on what you're doing too. If you want to make your photo black and white, then the black and white portion of that panel is going to be the most helpful. But let's, let's go and talk just the HSL panel since that's the one I like the best. And you can go and pursue and look at the other panels and see what you like. For me, well, okay, hold on. Let's define hue, saturation, and luminance. <laughs> so hue, it's, you can see, sort of think of it like color shifting. If you want to change, let's, let's say the orange in the photo, it's not quite orange enough. Maybe it looks a little too yellow or a little too green somehow, or it's just not quite the orange you remember. Or you took the shot, no, oh, yeah, that's how it looked, but man, I want to emphasize that color. Artistically, it looks like it should, it should be better. So you can alter the hue or kind of how orangey the orange is. Is it more green? Is it more yellow? How do you want it to be? You can color shift a bit. Saturation is more like how deep or rich the color is. Yeah, I'm not sure it's going to make sense in, as I talk in the podcast about it, but you know, cameras capture colors differently. They don't all capture them the same, which sounds a little weird, but the sensors don't work the same way under the covers. And some they, they capture the colors just a little differently from camera to camera. And some cameras capture some colors a bit more weak. They don't they don't capture that color like you would remember it in the photo. That can do with lighting too, but the sensor itself can occasion, you know, some sensors don't do it or or some sensors capture way more color than was actually there. It's actually kind of a famous thing that Canon sensors are uh, susceptible to. They oversaturate the reds. They make the reds way too deep and rich. And and it can actually get to a point where in the photo, you almost lose some detail. Not that it's it's gone. The data's there, so that's good. But the way the algorithms work and the way the sensor works and, and when it all comes together into your file, the reds from a Canon sensor are frequently way oversaturated and they need to be toned down. So the, changing the saturation of a color, especially the reds, because you can do that with this panel, you can just affect the reds. You can lower the saturation, which I do a lot. In I'm a Canon shooter and boy, it really, really helps. Sometimes that red looks just out of place. It's so oversaturated compared to the rest of the colors and it has to be tamed a little by going in there and, and doing that. And then there's the luminance. And the, it's hard to kind of distinguish between luminance and saturation a little, I think, but the luminance is is the brightness of the color. How it, I think of it a little bit like highlights and, and shadow slider in the basic panel, but this is for the specific color. It's how bright or dark do you want that color to be? So I hope that makes sense about the difference between saturation and luminance. All right, so now let's talk about then what I do in here. I love to go into the HSL view, like I said, it's the one I like the most, and I rarely go into the hue piece. I don't usually want to color shift anything. Uh, you might, some point, you might want to do something, but 
I personally haven't had a lot of reason for that. I, I, I have not found where I wanted to use that. But saturation and luminance I use a lot now. Almost every photo edit I do, I go into this panel, I go into HSL, I go to the saturation subheader and the luminance subheader, and I play around with the, the, the sliders just to see what it does to the photo. I don't go in there thinking, oh, well, besides red, I usually lower the red saturation. But the rest of the colors, I don't go in there thinking, oh, I want to raise the luminance of the purple. Yeah, I think that'll be good. No, I, maybe I'll get there someday, but right now what I do is I just, I just move the sliders around on the colors and see what looks good. And I've really found, especially on landscapes, which maybe that's because I shoot more landscapes than anything else, but on landscapes where there's clouds and you want those, you know, sometimes the either the luminance or the saturation is such that you're, you're kind of missing some of the detail in the clouds. And by adjusting those values of saturation and luminance, I get it back and I'm like, ooh, I like that. Or maybe it, it will make it even more dramatic than it actually was. It kind of makes it a, a bit of an HDR feel, I guess. And you certainly could go overboard with these. It's not a good idea to bump up the saturation to 100% on these things and, and just, whoa, go overboard on these colors. But wow, has it really made a difference to my landscape shots and really made those clouds come out. And you can see the, the difference then, uh, like, you know, the oranges and the yellows playing around with those. There's also the purples and, uh, and lavenders. There's, there's some really great things that you can get, really good effects that you can get by playing around with these. I highly recommend you go and play with it and do it on every shot, especially if it's one that you're, you're kind of honed in on as, wow, this is one I want to really, really focus on, some shot that is really special. Then don't skip this, this panel. Don't skip these two things. Go play with them and see what you can do to make your photo look better. All right, there's your secret weapon. I think, I, I hope you'll like it. I hope you like the tip. So hey, be sure to stay tuned to Photo Taco for other great photo tips from me and all the other podcasters on the Improved Photography Network. We're gonna have lots of other hosts coming and, and doing podcasts about features that they like or, or tips that they do. You can follow the podcast on Twitter too, at Photo Taco, where you'll get 140 character tips. Uh, you can also suggest topics for the show. Jump on there, send a request through Twitter saying, I'd really love to see this feature. Also make sure to visit improvephotography.com. It has, we have updates constantly about news, gear, and other photo tips. It is the best way to improve your photography. Photo taco. The views expressed on this program by independent host guests and callers do not necessarily reflect their views of Improved Photography LLC or its advertisers. Some links mentioned on this program are affiliate links where a commission is earned. Olay!